running, running down my leg. Hello and welcome to another episode of Duty Calls with Doug Mann. I am your host, Doug Mann. With me, as always, is Jack Dolgen. Hello, Jack. Hello. As you know, Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper. So you ate the buffalo wings and the extra blue cheese. So make sure you have the Charmin when it's running down your knees. <laughs> Charmin Toilet Paper. <laughs> anyway, everyone, welcome back to the show. Happy New Year to all the shitheads out there. We took a bit of a break. I was traveling for a while and, uh, you know, with my wife and just just taking some time off. But I appreciate all of the, the Twitter comments and all of the emails and the phone calls that you guys have been giving us. You've been, you have been tweeting at me at the Doug Man. You've been tweeting Jack Dolgen at Jack Dolgen. You've been emailing us at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. And you've been calling us on the shit hotline at 1786 hold it n That is the letter N. Love hearing all your stories, guys. And, we, and I love hearing when you guys are upset that there aren't any more shows. It actually does make me feel good and also makes me feel bad because I, I, I do feel like I'm letting you guys down. So I am sorry about that. And I appreciate all of the love everyone shown, has shown us in the couple weeks that we've been off. For all the hardcore shitheads out there, you may have heard the story. I don't know which episode I told this on, but uh, of me shitting on the private jet with uh, baseball commissioner Bud Selig. Uh, one of the classic Doug Mann shit stories. Yes. Um, very long story short, I, as a young boy, was on a private jet with a good friend whose grandparents were very wealthy and friends with the commissioner of baseball, Bud Selig. We took a plane to Texas, a private jet, and there was no separate bathroom on the jet. I had to shit, and I ended up shitting on, like, this kind of drop seat with a curtain around me, uh, 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 two feet away from Bud Selig and seven other people I didn't know, just shitting my brains out on a, on a tube flying through the air. Um, and it was horrible, and it completely shaped my life in a very big way. Okay, so now fast forward. Nicole and I, my wife and I, went to a place called St. Bart's, mm. um, which is kind of near the Bahamas, and it's very hard to get to St. Bart's. It's like this very small island. It's got a very small airport. And so you end up having, there's no direct flights to St. Bart's. You have to fly to like San Juan or St. Thomas, and then you take a very small plane to St. Bart's. Well, jumper. A jumper. We start walking towards the plane, and I'm thinking, is there a toilet on this plane? And Nicole goes, no. And I immediately go white with fear. I haven't shit that day either. Not that it would even matter. Did you know how long the flight was going to be? It's an hour, which is not nothing. <laughs> and you got nervous. I, got comp- I, got, I was so fucking scared. And it's all these strangers that I don't know. Like these super wealthy strangers <laughs> who are all like going to St. Bart's to party with Jay-Z. <sighs> <laughs> and I'm fucking scared. Nicole is trying to calm me down. Did you feel like you had anything brewing? Yep. I felt like I hadn't shit that day. And I felt like I had been on vacation eating bad food for a while. So you were due. I was due for a due. Okay. We get onto this plane. I go all the way to the back. I am fucking scared. Nicole can see it on my face. <laughs> and something now over the, since I've last spoken to everyone, I've taken uh. up something called TM, Transcendental Meditation. And it's, you meditate for 20, two times 20 minutes a day. You close I your eyes. I thought you were doing BM. That's funny. Very funny, Jack. I'm, I'm, I'm so nervous just telling this story. <laughs> anyway, you can, you can meditate on a plane. So we decide we're going to meditate on the plane. Okay. So we start. Me- so plane takes off. We start meditating. Um, Essentially, yes. My eyes are closed. And within 40 seconds of meditating, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to shit. That's what the meditation brought you? Yeah. I have to shit. I'm going to have to shit. I start because I was in my head and, I, and I'm going to have to shit. <laughs> and it was a real duty in there. Like, and we have 58 minutes left of this flight. 
and there is nowhere to go. And how much longer in the meditation do you have? 17 minutes, 18 minutes. So I am scared. And I keep trying to calm myself down during the meditation. I'm like, oh, it's all right. Stop thinking about it. Stop thinking about it. Nicole, meanwhile, she's deep into it. She's great. She's gone. She's like I'm doing connected I, to another world. Exactly. I'm connected to my butthole. And I, <laughs> and I know my butthole, and I know that there is a real shit in me that has to come out, and I am so scared. And I'm going in and out of a panic attack, and I'm like doing okay, and then I'm doing bad again. I'm like, But were you getting shit tractions? I, was, I felt a log in there. But like – Yes. A log that you could just – you know, No. If you weren't no. on the plane and you were um, – could I have held it? Held yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, was maybe, it but but my my nervousness was so real that it was pushing it out, and I knew that. I knew that my you know it was mind over matter with a lot of these things. Yeah. So what I do is, I I very quickly I I, I at a certain point just decide all right, I got to go. I I reach into my bag, and I always have like uh, a Xanax with me when I fly. Uh huh. I put a Xanax in my mouth and I chew it. Because I want it to get into my bloodstream faster. Does it work that way? It can. I think it breaks it up. Okay. I chew a Xanax, a medicine uh, in my uh, mouth, uh, and uh. swallow it and close my eyes. And within three or four minutes, a calm starts to come over me. Okay. And it's working. The Xanax is working. Okay. So cut to, I don't want to talk to Nicole about this because if I tell her I have to shit, then she'll make me more anxious by being like, you're okay. Hey, you're okay. I don't She's want her to check. She's still meditating at She this gets point? up from her meditation and tries to reach over to me. And I keep my head down. And what I do basically is like, th- this is the smallest plane. So you can touch like literally everyone on the plane from where you're sitting. And I reach over the aisle to where she's sitting. And I just touch her. And I just like, I just like kind of like. Shoo her I away. I shoo her away with my hand to not bother me. Like because you were I had meditating? Stay, just, I was that just closing my. Like, don't bother me. I'm no. Meditating. I like, it ain't good what's going on with me. <laughs> okay. Don't talk to me. And. I made it. I made it through. We get there. We get to the airport. Her dad is outside waiting for us to come out. I have to go to the bathroom, though. I wa- she waits. Nicole waits for the bag. I go out, say hello to Nicole's father, who's paid for me to come on this goddamn trip. And I'm like, hey, how are you? I got to use the bathroom. Immediately. I haven't seen him in weeks, months. <laughs> I haven't seen him since, since the wedding. How are you? I got to use the bathroom. And then I'm in there for 15 minutes just shitting my life out. Um, oh, but I made it through, and I needed chemicals to good, help good. me. Hey, listen, you gotta do what you gotta do. I'm proud of myself. Yeah, though. I, it's I'm impressed. So when I when you know we live this shit, guys. I just want you to know, like when we talk to people, it's like this is real. Oh yeah, I deal with this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I got a colonoscopy in three days. Jack has a colonoscopy in three days, which I wanted to go to. I know. I asked my doctor if you could come uh-huh. and be in the room and record it. The colonoscopy, and he said there's very strict rules about who's allowed in the operating room and you can't come. Mm-hmm. Do they know that we have a podcast about it? I explained to him, that, that to my gastroenterologist, that we have a podcast about it. And he shit. still didn't think it was and okay? He, not only did I think it was okay, he didn't seem to care that we had a podcast about shit. I thought, I figured if this I'm a bad. gastroenterologist and someone comes in as a patient and tells me yeah. they have a podcast where they talk about shit and yeah. shit, shit, shit attacks and shit stories. Yeah. I'm going to, like, at least find that funny or interesting. Here's my thing. I'm a little concerned for you because I don't know if I trust this guy anymore. You don't trust him. I don't like this response one bit. Mm. He's very decorated. Usually when you when people hear about the show, they drop whatever they're doing and they download it. <laughs> That's true, yeah. And they Because they know we're doing God's butthole's work. Maybe it's like he doesn't want to listen to a couple amateurs talk about something that he's, he's a Excuse me, prof- amateurs? Professional. Like I just on. said, I live this life. I know that you and I live it and we're constantly having to shit and we shit ourselves all the time, but it's like 
He's a doctor. He knows. He's like literally going in with cameras. You know, I'm sure. Guys uh, well, look, uh, look. I'm sorry. I'm from the streets. I'm like, I'm, I'm. It's I, a classic Wall Street, Main Street. Yeah, divide. yeah. I'm sorry. I was yeah. born on the wrong side of the toilet. Okay, <laughs> but I, you know, but I live this flushy life just like anyone else, man. <laughs> well, I guess I'm just gonna have to see you before and after the colonoscopy, and we'll have to give our fans that kind of info. Anyway, we got a great show for you today. We got Aaron Gibson. Aaron is the host of an amazing podcast called Throwing Shade. It's on the Maximum Fun Network. She's a performer at the Upright Citizen Brigade in uh, Los Angeles. She's just super funny. We've been trying to get her for a while, and she's got a great story. I think you're really gonna dig her. Here is Aaron Gibson. All right, we're here with Aaron Gibson. Aaron, thank you so much Hi, for guys. coming on to Duty Calls. Thanks for having me. This is great. You are the host of an amazing podcast called Throwing Shade. Yeah. And so it's you and your co-host. Brian Safi. Brian Safi. Yeah. And you talk about, uh, it's, it's a gay man. Yep. And, uh, and I'm a lady. And a lady talking about. Like political issues that that are affecting uh, our lives. With as little respect as possible. Yeah, we we basically uh, pull the rug out from underneath them so that we can get people to care, kind uh-huh. of. But also because it makes us angry. But mm-hmm. instead of being angry, it's sort like uh, we're kind of like will and grace for the news is kind of how I describe it sometimes. I like that. In that we're... I'm into it. That's a it's good not angle. that we don't care. We pretend we don't care, but we do absolutely care. Uh-huh. If you care too much about all the amount of... Uh, You'll never get out of bed. I'll, I'll shoot myself in the face. Exactly. Yeah. you got to laugh at it or you'll cry forever about yeah. it. The story I'm going to talk about, I tell at parties. Well, let's get into it, actually. Let's get, let's get right into it. Aaron's got a poop, poop um, story. Well, so <clears throat> I'm from Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was, I was probably like a year out of college, I was living on my own. Um, I had no roommates. Did you go to college in Texas? I did, okay. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. had a golden retriever oh. um, who's my bud, and we would go running every day, and I was in um, insane shape, but because it was Texas, I was drinking every night. Okay, sure. I was working for my stepdad. I was an accountant for him. Just living the dream, really. Yeah, yeah. Sounds drinking like, yeah. every night, working out with your golden retriever, yeah. and then accounting for your stepdad. I basically had the life of a 35-year-old. Nice. But I was 22. And I would think I was in crazy shape, too, because I was drinking so much, and I wasn't eating. Interesting. Like, I would drink, get sick in the morning, throw up. Every morning. Like I would, or like I would get hungover pretty pretty badly. Also, my family has a history of um, intestinal problems. My sister has uh, Crohn's disease. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I have—I really can't drink. Anytime I drink, like, one—, one um, it's just sip of beer the next day. It's just, like, diarrhea city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes sure. vomiting. But really? Diarrhea, Just from yeah. the, so you have an allergy. I think I have an allergy. So you're getting okay. sick, like so you think you're in crazy, crazy shape, also because you're essentially living the life of I have like, an eating disorder. A, of an eating disorder. Yeah. You're malnourished. You're, so you're, you're malnourished, and you're you're working out a ton. So you're about as tight as someone can be. And I was also taking diet fuel. Do you know what this was? This was diet fuel. Yes, this was. Um, there's a company that makes muscle milk. I think it's the same company, and they came out with this was before FenFen was illegal. Oh, I don't man. even. What and is it, Fenfen? Fenfen. It's an amphetamine, basically. Yeah, yeah. So this company was making this thing called Diet Fuel, which was which had a natural kind of Fenfen, which was called Mo Wang, Mo Wang or something. Mm. It was crazy. It gives you a bigger penis than Mo Wang. It, yeah, Mo Wang. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so is it a pill form? Yes, this? it's a pill. So it looks like an herbal supplement. They call it an herbal supplement, and that way the FDA can't yeah regulate it. So I was taking that. I was taking nine of those a day. 
What the fuck? So I was like, what? Yeah. The recommended dosage was three in the morning, three at lunch, and three at night. How did you get into this? Were you, uh, you mind me asking, were you ever heavy? Never. Never heavy. But I was like, I don't know. It was Texas and. What does there's Texas have a, to do with it? I just there's just know, a weird it? beauty standard there. And okay, also, okay, okay, interesting. Like, like a lot of makeup, hair always done. My mom used to say to me, one time I remember I was going to the grocery store and she's like, are you going to put on makeup? Oh my God. Like yeah, that kind of that shit. Kind of thing, okay, yeah. that, um, got it. So anyway, if I went out and drank, I knew I was going to have like poop problems the next day, but I always prepared for it. So I would be like, I'd be like, okay, I need to give myself an extra 30 minutes because I'm probably going to be, I'm probably going to have diarrhea for a long time and I need to get it all out of my system before I go to work. So you would create a buffer in your schedule for that. Yeah, yeah I would, a, instead of dealing in. with it, I would just create, I would you deal with, with it. it. Yeah. Yeah. A butt fur. A butt fur, if you will. Very nice. Good job. So one Saturday, I had, it, uh, one Saturday morning, I had been drinking the night before really, really heavily. I take my dog uh, to go running. And now at this point, I had um, sold my car because I was getting ready to move to Chicago and do Second City. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was giving up my, I was like, oh, I'm going to change careers. I'm going to start pursuing comedy. Um, and so my stepdad had let me use his, um, he had an automatic red Ford truck. Mm-hmm. Like a, you know, like a lesbian truck. All right, Like nice. a short, tiny little little truck, <laughs> nice. right? Yeah, yeah. So I drove that I believe around. they're called lesbian trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're called yeah. lesbian trucks. This truck was um, his, it was his dead dead friend's truck. Oh, Okay, oh, so yeah. his friend had died of brain cancer, and then Rick was like, bought it off of his widow to help her out. So Nice. I'm di- I'm, a lot of great memories in that oh, truck. Oh, so many great memories. So I drive my dog to the park. We run for a little bit, and then... Like thirty minutes in, I'm like, oh god, I have to shit. Mm-hmm. This is this is gonna be bad. Where do I go in the bush? Do I do it here? Blah, blah, it would blah. happen immediately. Like it hit it hit you that quick, yeah. and you were like, this is happening now. Yeah, randomly, my friend Kelly, who also had a dog, w- was running there too, and I don't remember what happened. She had walked there or something. But long story short, I had seen her right after this moment, and she was like, oh hey, I'm so glad you're here. Can you take me home? And I was like, yes, sure. So. I you had hadn't sw- shit yet. No, I hadn't. I, oh, man. I was holding it in so badly. Like, thankfully, she lived next to, like, very, like, a couple blocks away from me. So, anyway, I, I'm like, yes, we have to go right now because I have, uh, I'm just got, gotta, gotta, gotta go. Gotta, gotta go. Gotta, gotta do accounting. Gotta do accounting. So, she got in my car. <laughs> I took her home. I dropped her off. And you are you dying this whole time? I can't even breathe. Like I like like the anxiety of my body wanting me fighting my body and what it needs to do is just consuming. And you're me. fighting so much right now. You're oh fighting drugs that are main, meant to speed up your your system. Mm-hmm. You're, f- you're, you're fighting, you're fighting, the fighting fuel part. Everything's of at a yeah. thousand. Yeah. You know oh what I mean? Oh my god. So my I'm god, not your only. Butt must have been shaking. Did you stop running immediately once you started to have the sh- the, the, the shit, shit attack? attack? I was stopped and I was looking for a bush to shit in, but this park. <laughs> so you were about to shit in a bush. Yes, I was going <laughs> to. So you were. I mean, down. that's a huge. Had you ever done that before in your life? Never. So you were about to shit in a bush, and then your friend came up to you. Would you have shit in the bush if your friend hadn't been like, "Hey, I could use a ride"? No, because I was just at the moment <laughs> where like I was. I'm like kind of a schemer and uh, like I always like I'm like okay I'm going to do this thing and then I'm like wait okay let's talk about all the problems of doing this thing right sure so, right. I realized that the bush that I wanted to shit in the closest one was actually in the middle of the track kind of <laughs> so whoever like I so was on the lower stage end. for shitting it was yeah. a stage yeah, yeah. So, you would be in the bushes but someone would see you okay. someone would see a body and they would see butt and then yeah. they would hear the Death. monstrous things coming yeah. out of your yeah. butt fuel yeah. the explosion 
So she, I didn't tell her. I was like, I wasn't like, my body's about to explode from the inside out. Right. So I just took her home. And as soon as she got out of the car, she was like halfway down her driveway and she was waving to me. And I was waving back. And I just shit all over myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, but honestly, in the, I'm like so waving at her and just. You're, as you're waving, you're yes, shitting. Yes. <laughs> in running shorts. So they have the shorts, underwear. not spandex. They they're shorts, but they have the underwear built in. Built in. So I'm just filling the underwear, <laughs> <laughs> and they're not they're not regular underwear. They have like they're breathable because sure, cause sure, for, yeah, so yeah. They're, they're like meshy. It's, like, it's coming through the mesh, right? And it's coming through like you can anywhere feel it, it can come through. As you're seeing, as you're still waving to your friend, you're just filling filling it the the filling truck. my. Shorts up with poop. And meanwhile, my golden retriever is in the passenger seat and he can't believe what's happening. Like, I've (laughs) never seen a dog clearly afraid. Oh my God. Because I was, I didn't know, I was started crying. I was like, oh God, oh God. And I'm driving a stick of my dad's dead friend. I'm pooping, I'm shitting all over his truck. Are you still shitting? Yeah. I shit from her house to my house and I had to. I had to stop in my driveway and finish shitting. shitting. (laughs) No! (laughs) Because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do because I was like, "Did you? Were you trying to stop?" And you're like, "It won't even. It won't even stop." It was. It was an avalanche. Oh my god! All right. There was so much. I honestly, it was like my body was. I let my body shit after like a month. I'm not joking. I'm trying to think of like conceptually. You know, like jumbo size ice cream buckets. With a handle on yeah, it, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 like that you get sherbet in. Yeah, okay, I bet it would fill that up. <laughs> Whoa! It was a, it was a crazy. Oh, amount. it sounds I just mean, as delicious too. First of all, you should be dead right now. The way you were treating yourself. Oh my yourself. god! I mean, obviously, this is pure liquid you're shitting. You had, you no, don't eat anything was, anyway. No, it was pudding consistency. Wow. Yeah. What, what were you eating? What? Were you I eating don't. Pudding? The only thing I can assume that I was eating, because it's the only thing I really ate. I was eating a lot of Thai food. Okay. And I was eating a lot of, um, there's this place called Taco Cabana in, in the South, which is just like. Is that a chain? It's a chain and it's open late. So yeah, you go sure. there after you drink and oh, you just God, fucking You were doing gorgeous. everything wrong. Oh my God. I was eating like an alcohol. I mean, that's how alcohol. Yeah, when you say Thai food and you're thinking like Pad Thai, you're talking more curries. Yeah, Pad Thai. Pad Thai's on the best side. A lot of side. noodles. You, that's yeah, better. That's a good thing to shit actually. Yeah. Better than shitting a Penang. It w- and always mild because I can't handle the. Better spice. than shitting a Penang. <laughs> um. <laughs> So then let's go to this. How long would you say the drive is from your friend's house to your place? How yeah. long? Seven blocks. Seven blocks yeah. of shitting. Like, are, now are you still trying? Is this the kind of shit where you're, like, still trying to close your anus, like, a little bit? So, like, it's it's coming through. It's like a spigot that's, like, covered halfway. Or, like. I lost all control. You're fi- fully. You're fully, fully open. dilated. Sh- and you shouldn't really this whole time. Yeah. With this kind of diet, had you been close to shitting your pants before? No, because I always knew. I knew my system at least enough to know, okay, in the morning this is going to happen. But I guess that morning I just didn't, Did it didn't it? happen. Like it just skipped it. And oh, so I was like, okay. oh, I'm probably okay. No. Did you tell your friend afterwards? No. As a matter of fact, she just moved here to do the UCLA director's program. Uh-huh. And I basically like left like a couple months after that. And I, I don't know. I just never told you, her. You put a brick on the gas pedal of the car and you drove it over a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> So when I got home, I sat in the driveway, and I had – it was a duplex, and there was a house in the back. So I had neighbors. You lived oh, in the house God. in the back. So I lived in the – no, I lived – thankfully, I lived in the house closest to the driveway. Okay. But 
I was like, how am I going to get out of my car because I'm covered in shit. It's all over the seat at this point, right? It's like it's it's gotten through oh, it's the, everywhere. It's everywhere. It's on your legs. It's and everything. it's those seats that those from those old trucks. It's like a woven, mm-hmm. like a like a Mexican Yo, it, blank. Like it a, is, you know yeah. what I mean? It is yep. in the grains. It's hard. It's not going to come out. Oh no no no. So Oof. I get out. What's the plan? What do you have? You're someone who I, has here's nice my plans. only plan. My I have I had recently gone to my great grandmother's house in McLean, Texas, which is in the Panhandle. Because I, my grandpa said that someone was looting the house. So I went up there to, like, grab anything I could of hers that was, like, sentimental value uh-huh. or an heirloom. And so I had just gotten done hauling all this stuff back to, to keep it at my mom's house. And I had one of her polyester 1970s polka dot curtains in the back seat of this. <laughs> like, it's, it's, like, bright That's orange. That's perfect. It's, it's bright orange and green. It looks like... It looks like a Price is Right you wow. know, Behind door number two. It's yeah. disgusting. It's polyester too. It's but about it was, to be polyester. Yeah. Thank you. Very nice. So I wrapped it around my body. And then I stood up. I, I put my feet out of the car and I stood up and literally just like shit just fell. <laughs> under my feet. <laughs> I'm imagining the scene in Risky Business when his car goes in the water. Yeah. And then they pull it out and they open it up and all the water comes out and then like a fish. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. So oh it, I'm now God. I'm now I'm not You only, filled the car. I filled the car and now I now it's just like dripping down my leg. So I run inside. I take my pants off in the driveway. I take uh-huh. my pants off. I put them down take, on the ground. So I with literally, the thing around you. With the thing with my, around with the, the you. Curtain. So you're like, people might see, but whatever. I can't. I try to do it fast. And then I literally like shook my butt to like God. make sure that I could tra- wouldn't have to trail as much poop inside. Wow. I go inside. The I, poopy poopy shake. Oh, it was so humiliating. <laughs> and there was literally no one there watching. It was still humiliating. Get my dog inside. Take a shower. Covered in shit. Just covered in shit. Shit's just like going into the shower, right? Ugh. Right now it's just like a sheen because most of it's outside. Mm. I take Ooh. a shower. I go outside. And now I've got to clean up all the shit in the truck. And oh. on the driveway. And, well, the driveway I just hosed off. Okay. okay. So I hosed my own shit into the street. <laughs> also a first. Never heard this before. No. First for the show. Yeah. yeah. Hose down. Like, a, like, a, like a, just a fucking, just cleaning the shit like a fucking crime scene. There was so much shit on the seat and the floorboard that I had to take a spoon. <laughs> like a ladle, a tablespoon, a teaspoon. What are we talking about? It was too much just to put like to put like a towel or whatever. It was just too much. It was too thick. You had you had put. I had, it to, sp- I had to scoop it into a into an old uh, like a Chevron soda cup. Oh, and I put it all in there. I put it in the garbage can, and, and then, then I the real scrubbed cleaning. the seats. Oh. oh my god! Pulled everything out, scrubbed everything with like Lysol and bleach. I was like, Oh my and god! I, it was like I just murdered someone, and I have to get rid of this evidence. Panic. Yeah, Quick. it was panic. <laughs> it was panic, but it was also like very calculated. I was like, Okay, what's the fastest way to get the shit out of here? Okay, put it in a cup. <laughs> Great. Okay, that's done. Now, like, uh, put it, it in a cup. Frantic and and um like. 
It seems pretty pragmatic, Jedi. though. It seems pretty like you get you you did the right things. Yeah. To move quickly, you weren't just like, okay, I'll use my own hair to get it up because right, no. that's. Oh wait, wait, yeah. what? No, yeah. it wasn't. Just thinking. It was logical. Yeah. yeah. You were thinking clearly, which is impressive. Well, I also I think during the time where I like a couple minutes into shitting myself, I did start thinking about how was I going to deal with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I did start thinking like, okay, well, this is happening right now. I can't really. That's do amazing. That's how long the shitting yourself took. I don't think I've ever heard someone have uh, shitting themselves long enough to to start being like, all right, whenever this is done, I'm going to need to deal with that. First, I got to wait it out. It's usually like I shit myself. Uh, what do I got to do? Right. This is I'm shitting myself. Let's just let it finish. Uh, I still have a book to return to the library. I gotta rewind that. Because that is, I mean, at a certain point, you. The, that's a, that's so I, impressive about this shit. But the most shit. fucked up thing about it. There's something more fucked up. I think so. Maybe not. Please. When your body is doing something like that for that long, and you don't have any control over it, you feel invincible. Do you know what I mean? Like you're huh, just wow. like. Wow. Because I was like, oh my god, I'm shitting in my truck. Yeah. No one can touch me. You know what? I, like, it's an out of body it's experience. Out of it's out of body. It's like, oh my god, I can do anything because I'm well, now. Well, you're breaking, breaking such a so such a many. social norm and such a thing. It's like if I can do this, I can literally do anything. Yeah. Also, it's your body. We're used to right. having control over our own bodies. What's weird is like this must have felt so weird because it's like you have to kind of let go. Oh my you're god! Like, you're like, like you're like let 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 the big guy upstairs take the steering wheel here because I'm trying to hold the steering wheel and it's getting tossed out of my hands. I have no control over my butthole at this point, so I might as well let the fucking poltergeist through me. Yes, and it was like, the, it, it was <laughs> totally. weirdly calm. I, like, I was, it was yeah, weirdly calm. You had, there was no, you, you got to a point where you're like, there is nothing I can do but let this happen. Yeah. It took me about a year before I started telling people the story because I was embarrassed about it. And then I was like, once I really thought about that moment when I was, when I felt like purely, like, relaxed and that my body was going to do the the thing it was going to do regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, it, made, it made it more of like, it made it less embarrassing almost, you know? Because oh, okay. in a way it was like, well, I didn't have any control. It wasn't me doing it. Wasn't it wasn't me shitting myself. No. It was whatever this greater force was. Yeah. This, this hand, rocket fuel that I put in my body hand, yeah. and taco meat. And you I mean, got away with the murder. Yeah, yeah, No yeah. one ever saw the car, any, none of the... Did you continue to drive the car? Yeah. And didn't smell of it's shit? My stepdad still has it. No! Yeah. Does he know it, about uh-uh. this? Oh. Oh my God, I want so bad. Can we call him? I mean, do you want to call? Well, I'm going to call him and just say, I have to tell you something. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, if, you, if you are willing to do it, I'm willing to hear how it goes. I, I'm open to any reaction he has. Any, anything is just it. put it on speaker and hold it up to All the right. mic. I'm going to see if they're. Here we go. Yeah, just hold it. Yeah, we'll like see. We can, we, you can hear it through the thing. Yeah. Um, how are you guys? Hey, do you still have the red truck? Cause um, I wanted to. I want to um, talk. To, I have to tell you something that I did in that truck once. I'm feeling really bad about it. Um, basically, I pooped in it. So, will you guys call me back so I can tell you? Cause I love you and I want to be honest with you. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Oh god. Oh god. Oh my god. If there's a- They might think it's a joke, but I hope they don't. If there's oh if god. there's any world where you're near a recording oh, device Jesus when they call you Christ. back. Okay, I'll I have, I'll I'll be able to I'll have them call me when I do the podcast on Monday. That is really amazing. They're going to be oh, I don't know what that's going to happen. Oh my god. How do you feel now that you've done that? <coughs> I mean, I feel like the same. Okay. Here's the thing. I tell my mom really gross stuff to make her upset. Is so she like a proper Southern? She loves to be, she loves dark humor. Okay, great. So I think my stepdad will be a little more <laughs> shocked by it. You think, you, I, you think she'll think it's funny? She's going to think it's, fu- she's going to be confused. Uh-huh, sure. She's going to go, <laughs> why are you telling us this uh-huh. now? <laughs> then she's going to think it's funny. And then my stepdad's going to go, well, it's okay. He's gonna like he's a very like he's just like a chill pothead southern like he's just gonna roll interesting. with it. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. You he's know what? Roll with it. Oh my god. Yeah, we gotta mm. get that response, I think, before we god release this. Damn I it, think. that's so funny to me. <laughs> or we'll put it in the next week's one. That's amazing. Wow, that is so amazing. Isn't that awful? It's it's amazing. Thank you for making that call. Yeah, you're welcome. Um I didn't want to make it. But uh we did it. We did it all together. Aaron, this is... Hey, this thanks is, for letting me tell you guys about it. Uh, please, come on. We live for this. This is, this is all we have. Um, great story. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank mm. you. Everyone, be sure to listen to Throwing Shade. It, I really can't tell you enough. It's really funny. It's a great show. Please check it out. I love Jack, but he's no Brian. Um, <laughs> uh, is there anything else we can promote for you? Well, we're going, we're going to be at Sketchfest on the 6th for Throwing Shade. Uh, February 6th? Mm-hmm, February 6th, and then we have a tour happening in March. So we'll. And where can they you, find out about stuff? If you go to throwingshade.com. Great. That's our Tumblr. Uh-huh. All right. So it's a Tumblr, so there's yeah. gifts. So there's, so, so there's that. Yeah. And uh, Facebook. And you're also on uh, Twitter, and you're very funny. Can you oh, give thanks. us your Twitter handle? It's Giblertron. It's my last name if I was a robot. Can you spell it out for us? G-I-B-B-L-E-R-T-R-O-N. Great. Follow Aaron on Twitter, and check out throwingshade.com. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. All right. Well, that was Aaron Gibson. Wow. That phone call. That voicemail. I'll say this. You know, if we get the if we get the uh, the response in time, we'll get it on the show. If not, keep listening to the show. We'll have updates on how her her mother and stepfather responded because I want to know how how they responded. But what an amazing voicemail. Another dude calls first a voicemail confessional. A voicemail confessional. I kind of think of it as finish line syndrome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like where you... Seeing her friend leave was why is when she started shitting. Yeah, right when you're almost there. Mm-hmm. Right when you realize, I've made it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. You see the finish line and then you collapse. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's not... You're not even aware of it. No, None of these people have been aware of it. They've, they haven't said to themselves, I'm going to let go. But the thought, I think the release of, oh, I got through that, yeah. is where the muscle just releases. Yep. I think, I really think there has to be what it is. It's finish line shit drum. Okay, so tell your doctor, yeah. the guy who doesn't think we know what we're talking about, <laughs> that yeah. we just fucking cracked a huge, <laughs> a huge shit question that he probably, that you could have all the books in the world, all the stool samples, you could go to the... Harvard shit study, which is Harvard. (laughs) 
Which is just Harvard Medical School. But we just cracked it, and what are we calling it? Sh uh, finish line shitrum? Finish line shitrum. Shitrum. It's a real thing, people, and we're going to keep studying it. Yeah, we should publish a paper. We should publish a paper, although I don't really want to write, so we'll keep just doing this. Yeah. But, uh... There you go. <laughs> Let us into your medical field. Take that, Dr. Barukim. Yeah. What have you done? Um, <laughs> everyone, thank you for listening to the show. Keep listening. We're going to try to be a little more consistent now with our shows now that the new year has started. Keep on tweeting me at the Doug Man. Keep on tweeting Jack Dolgen at Jack Dolgen. Keep on emailing us at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. And keep on calling us on the shit hotline at 1786-HOLD-IT-N. That is the letter N. Love hearing your shit stories. Love getting the articles, your jokes, your Charmin slogans, everything. We read them all. We love it. And until next time, hold it in. You're going to make it. <laughs> <laughs>